Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Democrats are angry. You're, I know you're one of them. Uh, a lot of people in, in the grassroots are despondent over this draft ruling. And one reason why they're, they're upset is because conservatives have played the long game here. You know this. They have said over and over for decades that this was their goal, to overturn Roe v. Wade, and that Democratic leaders should have seen this coming. I'm sure you've heard well, this, I mean, too. Well, no, I mean, the point is... is who would have ever suspected that a creature like Donald Trump would become president of the United States, waiving a list of judges that he would appoint, therefore getting the support of the far right, and appointing those anti-freedom justices to the court. So this is not about long game. We played a long game. We won Roe v. Wade a long time ago. We voted to protect it over time. We have, fun, have elected a Democratic House of Representatives that is pro-choice. Uh, again, you have 60 vote thing in the uh, the Senate, uh, and and some lack what? of clarity on part of some of the Republicans who say they're pro-choice and then vote against a woman's right to choose. Mayor Adams, do you think there should be any limitation on abortion? Uh, no, I do not. None, day of birth, totally fine? Uh, no, I do not think. I think women should have a right to choose their bodies. Men should not have that right to choose how women should treat their bodies. At Planned Parenthood, we were to turn every telephone call and every client visit into a revenue-generating visit. We didn't provide prenatal care. We don't get kickbacks if a woman chooses adoption. So the only way that we can make money on a pregnant woman is to sell her an abortion. And so you basically get a woman into the facility and you wreck her plan. You're really not strong enough to do that. You're not strong enough to be a single mom. You're not strong enough to meet your educational goals. You're not strong enough to meet your career goals. So I'm gonna take advantage of your vulnerability and I'm gonna convince you to give me money to kill your baby. That's not strength. That's not giving her resources. That's really the opposite of what feminism is. As the abortion debate continues and rages on, this is the nonsense that you are going to be listening to for the next five plus months. Uh, for sure, you're going to be listening to it until the ruling comes out, which I thought was going to come out this week, but apparently I was wrong. Uh, it was actually about Ted Cruz's case uh, regarding election laws, and he ended up winning that. And I thought for sure it was going to be Roe versus Wade because they wanted to put this to bed, let it explode, let everything go crazy for a little bit, and then get past it. Uh, it didn't. So I guess we can expect that ruling as we usually get them somewhere between mid and late June. You know, not too far out. We're about a month out till you start hearing some probably pretty significant uh, rulings at, coming out of the Supreme Court. And believe me, that's not going to be the only one that ruffles the left's feathers. To all of the people that are still protesting, to all of you pro-choicers, 
I think, especially from all the ones on the footage that I've seen, and I'm sure, you know, footage is subjective. I'm sure they're picking the worst of the worst out of the crowds there. But the ones that are putting up all the uh, explicit messages written all over themselves and the ones that got uh, half-shaved heads and green hair and they got armpit hair and everything, I don't think that you really need to worry about getting an abortion. You should probably be more worried about personal hygiene and the way you look because you look like you stink. Okay, so you probably, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, with the armpit hair and you're looking all greasy and sloppy, I'm thinking you look like a stink. So you might want to put a little bit of time into yourself and uh, clean yourself up a little bit. Worry a little bit less about abortions because I doubt that any man is really trying to come on to you and you're going to have relations with that said man. With that being said, I'm not the prettiest person in the world either, but at least hygienically when you see me, I don't look like I'm dirty and I stink. Uh, I'm certainly not writing obscenities all over my body and, <laughs> and uh, doing the things that you people are doing. But unfortunate or fortunate from us, fortunately, you'll be a joke going forward. Unfortunately, we got to listen to this nonsense until the ruling comes out. Then we'll get a massive flare up and then we'll see how it goes. Unless you guys do as the left is already kind of instructing you to do, which is create a summer of chaos where they want you to take to the streets. We're looking for a repeat of 2020 instead of Black Lives Matter this time. Now it's going to be about Roe versus Wade, uh, pro-choicers. Yeah, it looks like we may have a repeat of that. So unless they do that, we may be in for a very annoying summer. Ron DeSantis did something that I found interesting in the state of Florida. Uh, he passed the bill banning you being able to picket and protest in front of people's houses. I'm sure, obviously, that's a direct result of what they've been doing to all the Supreme Court justices, as it should be. I think your home is your sanctuary, and that's where you're safe. I think there's a time and a place for everything. I am completely for protesting. I see nothing wrong with peacefully protesting to uh, get your message out there. Some groups of people do it better than others. Wink, wink. Uh, but... You know, I, I certainly don't believe that it is right uh, that you have a mob follow you home, potentially put your family in danger while they're outside chanting and screaming and yelling and they're pissing your neighbors off and they're pissing you off. And, and it's a messy situation. Your home is your sanctuary. You should be left alone at your home. So I'm glad that he passed that here. I think that should be a standing federal rule that you can't do that to judges. I'm sure there, are, you know, that could be considered a form of judge intimidation. And I think they should make an example of a few people. But because this is a leftist cause, you know that's not going to happen. All right. And an article that I found in Breitbart News, uh, a growing share of Americans believe the U.S. has gone too far in accommodating the demands of transgender activists, says a survey by NBC News that was released this past Sunday. The, uh, the survey compared respondent sediments over the past several years, finding that 33% of Americans this year think we have gone too far in accepting transgender people. Compared to 26% in 2021, 33% in 2016, and 24% in 2015. However, 35% of those polled said we have not gone far enough 
uh, in ending discrimination against transgender people. 38% of them felt the same in 2021, 33% in 2016, 35% in 2015, and more notably, the percentage of people who believe we have reached a reasonable balance when it comes to this issue has decreased from 34% in 2015 to 25% in 2022. Those numbers are discouraging, I must say. When you see all the things going on with transgenders, particularly in sports, that's a big problem. When you see how they're pushing transgenderism in the classrooms and they're confusing these children, that's a problem. I'm surprised that more Americans are not outraged by this agenda that they have and that they keep spewing onto us. Uh, the survey it came as a result of the Biden's administration, far-left Democrats, and transgender activists continue to push their agenda further, even demanding that minors have access to puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and sex change surgeries. Another recent poll revealed that these demands are not popular with the majority of voters as Democrats head into the midterms. The American Principles Project APP poll Probed six Senate battleground states, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and New Hampshire, and found that 56% of likely voters support a ban on sex changes for children and 56% the law protecting girls' sports. Advocates for transgender ideology have admitted they cannot persuade their own progressive allies or even uh, persuadable swing voters to back their revolutionary goal of suppressing Americans' recognition of sex differences. <laughs> I mean, uh, just so you know, the NBC sur poll uh, that was sur survey, excuse me, that was conducted was conducted by the Heart Research and Public Opinion Strategies. It was done on May 5th through 7th and May 9th and 10th with 1,000 adults, including 750 who were interviewed via cell phone. The margin of error for the 1,000 interviews among the adults is plus 3.1%. The margin of error for 790 interviewers among registered voters is plus 3.49%. I would say some of it is positive and some of it is negative. That's my opinion. I originally found the article. I thought the article was going to be very interesting. Uh, it is interesting to see, you know, the thought process of a lot of different people in today's times. I'm just a little bit shocked that um, there are so many people accepting of uh, this push of the ideology on us. Uh, that's my biggest issue. And as far as balance goes, I don't understand balance, especially when it comes to sports. Uh, there was an MMA fight, and this was back, and I'm sure I reported on it back then. And I, what stands out to me and what I remember most about it is I remember the girl's comments after the fight that she had with a transgender man in the ring. And she said, and this is a uh, champion fighter of women, she said that she had never been hit that hard in her entire life. That she just, the pummeling she took when she lost, because she did lose, uh, she said she'd never felt anything like that. It was like bone crunching. I, that one stands by me because that just is, it's a proof is in the pudding. We are distinctly different. Our bone structures are, uh, bone mass is different. Our muscular build is, everything is different from men versus women. I don't care about your blockers. I don't care about that because you're screwing kids up with all that. that. If you get a young enough kid, you get to the point where you're giving them puberty blockers, 
they're already going to have problems. So let me point out somebody that we know for a fact took puberty blockers that everybody knows, and you can pretty much get an idea. Oh, yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson took puberty blockers because his dad wanted him to retain his voice so that way dad could keep making money. And look at how he turned out. Peter Pan effect, weird, very strange, pulled his face so much that his nose eventually wouldn't even close back up because it was like an open sore because there was pretty much no skin left. I mean, it does something to these young men and women when you don't let their bodies do what they need to do naturally. And I'm just surprised that so many people are for it. 35% is a lot. I mean, 35% think if we haven't gone far enough, well, hell, how much further do we have to go? I can, I can assure you, whether they want to admit it or not, that if you ask the majority of Americans, Democrat, Republican, Independent, just the majority of Americans, if you ask them, everybody knows there are two sexes. You'll find that probably 85%, and that's a, it's a shame that I'm not saying 99, but you'll find that at least 85% of people are going to agree with you there are only two sexes. You'll get that small percentage of creeps and weirdos that are going to say, oh no, there's however many they think there is at the time, you know, or however many the left is telling them there is at the time. But the transgender thing, you know me, I'm big on that. I don't, uh, I don't like it. I don't think it's right, especially in sports. I don't think that it's right that they're pushing it on kids. Are there some true transgender people who really feel out of their skin? Yes. Are there as many as they say there are today? No. It's like a trendy thing, and I've said that before too. It's like it's trendy to do that. I don't know how the hell that's trendy. You know, when I was younger, uh, <laughs> this is, this is going to reveal how old I am. Uh, not that you don't know that already, but when I was younger, the trendy thing was having a beeper. Okay. That was the big thing. That was before cell phones. Cause there were still block cell phones. So the big thing was having a beeper. And if you were really trendy, you were getting in on, you had the sports one that looked like your favorite sports team, or you had uh, you know, American flag one or whatever. Okay. That was what was cool and trendy at the time you wore uh, MC hammer pants yeah, you're wearing it where your crotch is down by your ankles. Seems stupid now, but back then I guess it was cool. <laughs> you know, things change. Uh, that was trendy and cool, but it didn't hurt anybody. You look back at your pictures and you shake your head like, Jesus. Okay, but these kids are not going to have that opportunity. You're not, they're not going to get a chance to look back at a picture and go, oh my God, what have I done to myself? I was such a cute little girl, now look at me. Or I was, you know, a nice handsome young man and now look at me. And look what I've done and what's their alternative? What's their way out? The suicide. And that's why their rate is so high because, like I said many times before this, a lot of transgenders from the polls that I've seen, once they go through the operation thinking that that's going to do something to them, that's going to make them whole, somehow it's going to fix something inside of them, when they get to that point, when it's all said and done, and they realize that empty feeling is still there, and then they have the thoughts of, I've done all this to try to feel better, and I don't feel any better, I actually feel worse now. Uh, they don't see a way out, and that's sad. But that's the way, that's the reality of what it is, and that's what the Democrats push. Big surprise there. I got a fun one. Uh, this came out, and I was going to talk about it yesterday, but I figured, ah, you know, I had other things to go. And yesterday's show was a little bit all over the place because there wasn't a lot going on. The same stories or what everybody's beating to death, minus the, the mass shootings that we had. Um, but it was the same repetitive stories that everybody's still focused on. You notice that with all the abortion stuff, by the way, just like to throw this out there. Uh, what happened to Ukraine? 
Rand Paul blocked the $40 billion. Beautiful. Uh, we don't need to be spending more of our money. We're already having enough problems. So he blocked the 40. Have you heard a peep about Ukraine since then? Nah. Baby formula you're hearing a lot about. You're hearing a lot of the shipping at the Mexico, how it's short here. You're hearing all that stuff. Uh, uh, Roe versus Wade, you're hearing about nonstop. Ukraine all of a sudden disappeared. Kind of like when our disastrous pullout of Afghanistan there, uh, how we heard about that for a little while, and that has quietly disappeared. And guess what? There's still American soldiers over there. Kind of like January 6th, how the narrative had changed and they're trying to get your focus on something else where all the people that were arrested in January 6th, that there are many of them still in prison, still awaiting court dates for simple things like trespassing. Yeah. But don't lose sight of all these things. Keep them in, the, in your mind, in the back of your mind, and look to see what's being done because all these things, they just think that we have a very short-term memory problem where uh, we can only keep up with what's happening in the moment, and then once that passes, poof, we, we forget about it like it never happened. But what I was getting into, I was going to play this yesterday, but I'm going to play it for you right now because I think you are really going to appreciate this. Uh. Well, no, <laughs> to the second uh, question. You would not serve with, with Trump again, though. That, fair to say. Right. Right. For sure. <laughs> you know why? Because you'd be fired. <laughs> you wouldn't even get an opportunity to work with him because you would be fired. In case you don't know who that was, I'm sure you do. But just in case his uh, annoying voice has slipped your mind. That is the Fouch. And guess what? The Fouch says he's not going to work for Trump. He would not work for him because the Fouch knows exactly what we know. That is Donald Trump got in the White House again in 2024, the first day on the job. It's hammer time. The Fouch is now on the unemployment line. (laughs) Wow. It's amazing how much these people think of themselves. You think that's your choice? No, you're saving that to save your, you're, you're saying that to save yourself some embarrassment because if Trump did take the White House, you're going to get a boot right in the rear, right out the door. <laughs> the Fouch. I was wondering where he was hiding at. I was wondering what rock I would eventually turn over and I'd see his ugly little face staring back at me. I thought he was partying with Hunter, to be honest with you. I thought him and Hunter were going out and they were picking up, uh, uh, street walkers and doing a bunch of drugs. That's that's what I thought because it seems like both of them tend to disappear together and then they pop up for a second and then they re-disappear. You know, they're all over the place. So I was wondering where he was. Now, if you didn't have a reason to vote for Trump in 2024, if he runs because it hasn't been uh, formally announced that he's going to run, but if he runs, if you needed a reason to vote for Trump, I can't imagine a better reason than that. I think that that would only help Trump's chances at re-election if that's what's to come. I mean, who wouldn't want to get rid of that rat? I think everybody. So if you needed, if, you know, if you were teetering, oh, Trump runs, maybe I'll, that should be your go-to. Oh, yep, definitely going to do that. Because if not, and Sleepy Creepy, who... You know, they keep claiming he wa- he he keeps claiming he wants to run again. It's this weird thing right now between him and Trump that, that's going on. Trump is not formally announcing because he says of election laws. Joe Biden uh, has said multiple times that he'd be willing to run again. He'd like to run for a second term. I don't see how, but that's, you know, not the point. I think they both want a rematch. It, it just feels that way. It feels like Joe Biden knows that they stole the election 
and he wants a rematch to try to prove that America likes him better than they like Trump. And I think Trump knows what was stolen from him, and he wants his opportunity to come back, take back his rightful place in the White House, and then drop the hammer on all these crazy leftists and really try to restore this country again. I mean, look what the man did in a short four years. If you don't think that he could turn the ship back around and get us back on track in the last four, oh, absolutely. And I've said this before, and I'll say that again. The best part about Trump winning in 2024, if that's the way it would go, he doesn't get another term. So it's going to be wide open. He doesn't have to worry about re-election. He don't have to worry about his approval rating. He doesn't have to worry about any of that. All this nonsense with BlackRock and all the nonsense with these ESG scores and how they're trying to run this country and and NATO and getting back involved and all that. And he could pull us all right back out of it. He could take everything and just turn everything back around, turn everything the Democrats have done up on their head and get out of everything. Four years, he doesn't have to worry about it. He'll do his four and he'll leave. Okay, hopefully followed by, unfortunately, I'd hate to lose him. But I think we had a good run with him by that point. But uh, I would hope he would be followed up with a Ron DeSantis. I think after that, Ron DeSantis would make a strong run at it. And I believe that most people uh, around the entire country, they definitely know about our governor. Because I bet you there's some states you can't even tell me who the governor of that state is. So I would say the majority of people know who our governor is and the majority of people envy that we have our governor because he stands in there strong. He don't take no nonsense and he's not afraid to do what's right. So he would be the perfect person to follow up on Trump and run two terms consecutively so we could get 12 years of correcting this ship. And to me, in my hopeful world that I live in, if that was to happen, I believe that America uh, probably turns the corner, and we got another good 50 years or so until this next attempt to take us down. I think we have beaten it back far enough at that point where we will survive and our kids and we can finally sit back and enjoy our barbecues again and uh, enjoy life and not worry that we're at any given moment about to lose the country. So that would be my opinion anyways. All right. Um, Yeah. That's it. I don't really have anything else to say. (laughs) You know where to follow me. You know where to review me. Do what you got to do. Do what you'd like to do. Or just do it because you like me. (laughs) Otherwise, we'll do it again tomorrow.